Goon Squad and sports fans alike, we are back! Yes, it is the afternoon special, the avalanche special. It is My Brother is an Idiot, and we are just super excited to be back for season two! We had a little bit of a hiatus, but we have returned in all of our glory with a hockey-only episode. Let me kick you around the entire squad. My name is Matt. I'm the King of the Goons. Next... He is the progenitor, the emperor, the one who started it all. Milty, what is up? Well, I'm just glad the uh, abs are taking a break so I can watch a horse race this Saturday. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. That's a good job by you. Next, she is the producer, the voice of God. We also call her dipshit. And she's MJ. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. I'm just extremely, very, extremely, very hyped for the hockey. Hockey, it hockey time. Now is my time. Hockey. Correct. Hockey. It's all about hockey all the time. Finally, but certainly not the least. He is the man we've named the podcast after. Gull Dagoon, the Duke of Oud, the Kaiser. I summon him, my brother, the idiot, Goon. And I am back, everybody. I've missed you. I just want to give you all love. I just want to say hi. I miss you guys so much. Oh, my gosh. We are back. Hello, Matt. How is it down there? Sunny. Ah, not shitty enough. Okay, on the eastern front, how goes it? Uh, windy. Yeah, fuck them, Windy. Central <laughs> Command. Hey, it's not windy here. It's not really all that windy here either, but we got some clouds and it's, it's gray and it's kind of a nice, good, nice early summer day. Yes, we are back, everybody. What are we talking about? We're talking about the hockey, the frozen thing, the thing on the, 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 the let's 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 just get into it. That sounds like an excellent idea. As I alluded to earlier, it is avalanche time. The Colorado avalanche have swept the Edmonton Oilers and have returned to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time in 21 years to break down the series sweep. It would be a crime and a shame if we didn't start with MJ. Michaela, give us your thoughts about the series. It's It was nuts. The whole fucking thing was so nuts. Batshit insane it was. So the first game, the Avs won 8-6 which was absolutely crazy. During that game, Darcy had to pull himself because he couldn't see anything. So in come Frankie. Oh, God. Oh, dear. And then Mike Smith also got pulled, which we'll, we'll hear a lot about Mr. Mike Smith and his competency as a goalie. Uh, so he got pulled, and then it was Miko Koskinen versus Frankie, and the Avs outscored him. Yay! And then in the second game, I don't remember what happened. And then in the third game, we, oh no, the the second game was Frankie shutout. Frankie mm -hmm. won. Frankie got the shutout. It was four zero. And then in the second game, uh, or the third game, uh, Vander Kane hit Nas really hard and fucked up his thumb. And it was boarding. And then, well, I don't think they called it boarding. No, they did call it boarding. Uh, and then after that. Uh, the Avs still won. It was 4-2. Um, and then Evander Kane got suspended for a game. And the Athletic accidentally sent out that 
Evander Kane would be suspended for the remainder of the Western Conference Final. And it turned out that they were right anyway. Because then last night, uh, the Avs won 6-5 in overtime in what was just... A complete shit show on both ends of the ice for both teams, but it, whatever, we made it through. That's what matters. Uh, or have sweep. Woo, trout. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who can't see at home, MJ has reinstated the use of the magic trout. Yes. Trout so there on is a, a stuffed fish on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> on a mini baseball bat from a mini baseball bat. <laughs> That's that awesome. Poor fish's sphincter. Mm. <laughs> MJ, thank you, thank you for the recap. Uh, break it down. How? Why do you think the series went the way it did? And tell us your thoughts. Uh, why did the series go the way? It, his name is Mike Smith. Um, <laughs> he uh, as as much as everyone's like, oh man, he's the best puck handling goalie in the league. He's a goalie who handles the puck more than he should, and it bit him in the ass every time. Um, there wasn't anything as funny as there was in the Calgary series when he um, <laughs> let in a goal from 140 feet away. That was fucking hysterical. That was what was awesome. also funny is him looking and trying yeah. to blame his defenseman for him letting in a goal from 140 feet away. Um, but he every time something went wrong, it was either... His team getting in his way and him turning around and being like, hey, what the fuck? Throwing a stick at people. The usual. It, yeah, it was almost entirely Mike Smith. You can nail it down to. <laughs> well, and, you know, the abs were going with subpar or sub a substitute goaltender as well. And Frankie's obviously better than Mike Smith. And he's better than a lot of actual starting goaltenders. But you know, we didn't have our best in net either. Uh, Milty, uh, the Avs, clearly the deeper team, the better team here. Uh, I know you didn't get a chance to watch a lot of it, but react to what you did see. Okay, what I did see, you know, first of all, you know, you talked about the uh, suspension of that guy for one game. I think the Avs were 3-0. We were up 3-0 at that point in the series. Uh, they only spent, suspended him for one game because there was only going to be one more game. Um, then... I think I'm seeing that the Avalanche have not lost a road game in the playoffs. That is correct. Um, that's pretty interesting. And they, I wonder if they uh, like lead the playoff teams in empty net goals because you can never count them out. They get up by two at some point in time or get up by one when the game's you know just about over and they always seem to put another goal in the net. So... I know that doesn't help a whole lot of people, but that's, you know, a little bit I know about the series. Maybe you should uh, <laughs> pick up a prop bet on that. <laughs> the, there probably uh, is one of those. I'm sure there is one, and, you know. If the, there's not, I'll there probably, should be. Right. I'll, I'll be uh, spending some of that prop bet money this Saturday on four-legged animals. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think the two of us are, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, give us your reaction. So, okay. I um, went into this series with um, very low expectations for Edmonton because, I mean, they they have exactly four good players. Um, and one of them is currently held together with 
duct tape and dreams. Oh my god, Drysidle has just been murked over. And Dude, not like he, I, t- he I took never... a puck square in the <laughs> ass and almost died. <laughs> he was like, in three minutes, he got hit to the ground twice really hard. And in the middle mm. of those two is when he got hit right in the coccyx with a puck. <laughs> yeah, like, that had yeah. to hurt his soul. Like, even if it didn't right. hurt with the pads on, that's just got to be like, God damn, I'm fucked. <laughs> he, was, he was already borking, and it just borked him even more. So you've got, you know, Connor McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh, Evander Kane, the criminal, um, all on this team. Um, Mike Smith, maybe the worst goalie I've seen in the playoffs in a decade. <laughs> and I watched a lot of Tuka Rask. Um, I love Tuka, but the guy could not stay in goal to save his life, especially in the regular season. But um... So the entire media wants to praise Connor McDavid as the next Wayne Gretzky. And I think even Wayne Gretzky himself said, you know, some things that were very high on Connor McDavid. Maybe not that he was the greatest ever or he has a chance to fill my shoes, but I don't think Wayne Gretzky had any takes that were anti-Edmonton the entire time until the game was over last night. (laughs) Um, But Connor McDavid, yeah, he's really good, Um, but he's not going anywhere with that team. They're just too top-loaded. And you knew you were going to get a lot of goals out of them just because they're so top-loaded, but... um, you know, they resulted to dirty plays starting at the end of game two. And you could see them just their entire strategy focus changed to um, until game four, you know, the, 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 the entire end of game two and all of game three was basically just try to beat the crap out of the abs. And, you know, with the depth, you see what happens with what the avalanche are doing and that they'll just carry on. And I think they're going to win the cup. Uh, it's oh, go ahead. I was going to say one thing about what you were saying. So Wayne Gretzky did say at least one positive avalanche thing, and that was that he said that Kale McCarr might be the best goalie or best defenseman since Bobby Orr, if not better than Bobby Orr, which, woof, what a statement. Yeah, that's huge, especially from that guy. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I was going to say is that they're they're so top-loaded, and a lot of that is Ken Holland's fault, but even with, like, Drysaddle being essentially a stick figure made out of popsicle sticks and like watery glue, he still has the fourth highest point per game, uh, playoff performance in decades. Like third. Oh overall. man, he was he was an animal. <laughs> yeah, he had so many points. He could barely skate. He could yeah. barely walk. Yeah. Like. And I wonder if a healthy dry sidle doesn't miss the net in the second period like he did last night. That that was a wide open but net. The other yeah. clearly just whiffed on it. The biggest thing is you're you're going to get your stars beat to piss if you can't separate them on two to three lines. Um, so you know, yeah, you can stack. You know, and they broke it up a little bit. I think in that you know the start of game one and a little bit in game two. But if you stack Kane with Dreisaitl and McDavid, when anybody else comes on the ice, you're like, well, fuck, we'll just play keep away with these asshats because they can't play with their sticks. I guess it's za- up to Zachy Hyman. Woo, let's oh go, Zachy, Zachy Hyman. Hyman. And Tyson Berry, what the, I mean, who dragged that dude out of the, I didn't even know he was still playing hockey, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, well, and he's been yeah. really good for the, 
Oilers. Yeah, he's, he's a quality player. Defenseman. I'm but sure he is. Tyson Berry is their best defenseman. That's an I'm, issue. <laughs> I am certain that he is really good on that team because they have four really good players. <laughs> and it's it, <laughs> Cody Cece is their number two. It's a problem. Yeah. Then. Oh my God, the, the talent drop off after we'll, that. We'll, we'll move into kind of their out, off-season outlook here in a minute. But the thing I wanted to say, it's number one, and Mark kind of touched on it, this Avalanche team is extraordinarily deep. They can run four lines and just play puck possession on all four lines. All four lines can score. Uh, they may not score as much as the top two, but all four lines can score. They're as deep defensively as they have ever been. Um, this might be... Granted, this is Kale McCarr's kind of national coming out party for sure, but we are also seeing, ladies and gentlemen, the growth of a star in uh, Bo Byram. This kid at 20 is doing shit at his age on the ice that you should not be able to do with his experience level having the year that he had. Yes, Mark? Uh, I was just going to add on to that. EJ, Eric Johnson's um, quietly putting together one of his best performances and his most healthy performance, you know, in years for the Avalanche. He's finally, you know, he's the longest tenured athlete in Colorado. Somebody said today, I heard, Oh, it's it's just amazing. And, uh, if, if not, he's one of, (laughs) yeah, Uh, but he's definitely got McManus beat. Yeah. Um, but I mean, seeing the growth development, all the, the ins and outs of Eric Johnson and, you know, for a long time, he's kind of been, under the radar for what we wanted him to be. But this playoff run, he has been very solid and he was up against McDavid a lot and he broke up a lot of, you know, scoring chances from that guy. So I've, the EJ has been outstanding. Yeah. And, and you touched on it. The, the Condor being healthy, I think is the biggest part because he's always been a really good defender um, with a little bit of offensive punch. And he showed that again in this series. And, and having him healthy and on the ice and his presence, he reminds me a lot of an Adam Foote. Uh, not quite as physical, but definitely a stand-up blue line defender. Plays just amazingly off the puck. And it's great having him healthy. And that's been kind of the bugaboo of him the last three or four years. He just couldn't stay healthy. And he's he's there and he's leading that defensive side. Um, and And giving... Uh, uh, he's going to give way to uh, Kale to definitely take over that role because the stuff that we're seeing out of Kale is just flipping outstanding. And um, uh, MJ mentioned it in our little chat yesterday uh, that she would not be surprised if McKinnon or McKinnon, if uh, McDavid uh, won the Con Smythe just because of the points that he had uh, with by the end of the series because he had a fantastic postseason. Um, if the Avs win, it's going to be Kale McCarr. There's just absolutely no ifs, ands, or buts about it in my mind. MJ, did you have something you wanted to add? Yeah, two th- one about that. Uh, yeah, if Kale, I think it's if Kale McCarr gets ten more points, he'll have the most points of. Uh, no, it, it's, he has like a batshit number of points in as many games as he's played, like relative to most other active uh, defensemen. Uh, the other thing is that. Uh, EJ and Charlie Backman made it to Denver at the same time. Oh. They're right in oh, 2011. So, so Charlie. All right. All right. Him and Chuck Nasty. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Charlie Backman! Um, right? If 
the series, the next series goes the way we all kind of hope and, and think that it will. Uh, I also go on a limb and say this may very well be the best Avalanche team we've ever seen top to bottom. Um, may not have the top-loaded Hall of Fame talent that they had in 2001, but from a purely depth standpoint, all four lines, two good goaltenders, the blue line that they've got, man, it's close. It's really close. Yes, Mark? Uh, y- yes and no. Um, pretty sure there was a Hall of Fame goalie on that team in Patrick Waugh. I, I, I said top to bottom. I'm not saying every single position is better. I said the team itself so may be the so best one we've ever it. seen. So you've got Patrick Waugh was a Hall of Famer. Uh, Footer's yep. number is retired in the stadium. Um, yep. but he's, As will EJ's. But, uh, well, no, I'm just going through that team back then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. And then Got we'll it. compare to who will be. Okay. Um, and then see, you know, that kind of way. Um, you also yep. had, who else was on that team? You had Rob Blake, right? Rob Blake, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, you had Ray Bork. Hall of Famer. Sackick and Forsberg. Hall of Famers. I can't remember anybody else on that team. So uh, we got Dead Marsh, Chris Drury. Deader. Uh, Drury. Forsberg. Who, incidentally, Chris Drury may be the GM of the team the Avalanche faces in the next round. Right. <laughs> uh, hey Duke. Milan Hey Duke. Uh, oh, I forgot we had Brad Larson on our team. Oh, Scott, Parker. Scott Parker. Scott uh, Parker. <laughs> Number 27, Scott Parker. <laughs> Shout out to the sheriff. <laughs> Alex Tangay, Stefan Yell. Oh. So there were a lot. And Tangay just retired a couple years yeah, ago. Not too I mean, long that guy ago. played forever. So, so we'll say, <laughs> what, five Hall of Famers and one maybe Hall of Famer on that team with Adam Foote? So Adam five not going to go in. Well, I, but you know his oh. numbers retired, so five and a half Hall of Famers. Right. We'll say, yeah. Okay. Footer, Footer's one of those guys that that played long enough no. and was a big enough impact. We're gonna, you, you get your your number. Huh? This debate is going to suffer a little bit from some recency bias because we're just now watching these guys and we're seeing what how awesome they are at the top of their game in the prime. But we can go through the current Avalanche and see if who's legitimately going to be a Hall of Famer has a shot at it on this team, top to bottom. Let's try it. Go ahead. I mean, Kale. 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 Kale's on his way. Yep. He, he needs to stay healthy. Kale's on his way. Yep. He's got the trajectory, right? Yep. Uh, McKinnon. McKinnon. Yep. Mac. Sorry. Landy. Landy, is he a Hall of Famer? Landy's not. Uh, tenure, tenure captain? I mean, I'm probably going to play 15 as a captain. Yeah. He doesn't have any hardware. Yeah, that's the problem. Neither do any of the rest of them. Uh, Excuse me? Of the guys that you just named off? You're also talking about, again, we're talking about the the National Hockey Association or, you know, National Hockey Hall of Fame. We're not talking about, you know, just locally. I could see them putting his name in the rafters maybe, but he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. If they win this year, they retire his number. Yeah. When he retires, so I'll, I'll give you. He, I don't think he'll make it to the hall unless he has another kind of breakout season because I don't think he has any individual hardware. So I I'll give you a half for Landy. Okay, Miko. No. That's a rough call. Depends yeah. on if he gets okay. any hardware. He's still that's fairly young. Yeah, he's still that's young. fair. Yeah, he's young. Yep, if he plays young. like the way he's playing for another, you know, seven eight years, <laughs> get right. him there. Uh, like Yager. if Bo makes it much longer. Bo, yeah, I could see Bo. Yep, yep. Uh, the guy we're not talking about is Devontae's. 
Taser's not making uh, it to the Unfortunately, wall. he's not making it to the wall. And he's still pretty young, too. Yeah. He's definitely got... That guy receives a hot pass on his tape better than anyone else on this team. It's he also turns sick. over the puck more than anyone else on our team. No, that's Jack Johnson. Oh, don't talk to me about Jack. Okay, so we have what? We decided three and a half? Right. Right. Uh, let's I'm, let's talk let's let's compare the fourth line. Like I said, it's top to bottom. It's not just the top loaded talent. This team is as deep and as good as I think it's it's ever been. I was I wasn't I was just trying to create a discussion about, you know, top to bottom historical reference, you know, which team mm-hmm. which team is better. And I think you you know, yeah. it's an interesting argument. I I think that the teams separate themselves on one thing and one thing alone, and that's Patrick Waugh. Um it may be better constructed top to bottom, but when you have that goaltender, it makes all the difference in the world when a Peter Forsberg goes down. Which he did with the spleen. We we do. I, that's correct. We do have, uh, from a scoring standpoint, a bit of a comp there with Kadri going down. Because I believe if you compare Forsberg in 2001 and that playoff run to what Kadri was giving us, I think they're Kadri very, is very comparable. They're very similar in stats, yeah. Right. Forsberg right. had 14 points in 11 game played. Kadri had... 14 points in, in 13 games played. Okay. So very, very comparable. Close, yeah. Yep. It's just an Still interesting argument. Game for both. It's an interesting yeah. argument. Right. It's good. And, and it's all going to, you know, we can talk about it now and, and I can say stupid shit like that. I'm like, ah, they're the best ever. But we're really not going to know until it's all said and done um, when these careers are all said and done and where they actually go and, and how it all pans out. Right. Um, I, I think, you know, we said Landy's going to end up in the rafters. I think EJ ends up in the rafters. Uh, he's been around for so long, such been such a big part of this team. Then we'll see what the rest happens, right? It, I, moving on to the, you know, to the uh, Edmonton side, they've got kind of a rough offseason in front of them, MJ. They've got little to no cap room and a lot of holes to fill, don't they? They've got a lot of bullshit. And do you want to know whose name, whose problem it is? One Mr. Ken Holland, who still has a job. It's remarkable. Something that you'll learn or that you see a lot is that GMs in Canada usually get like a really big pass for fucking her up. I think Ken Holland has had a job for seven years. That's too long. He's doing a bad job. He is the reason we paid so much for Darcy Kemper. And when he lost, Darcy Kemper was like, I guess I'll just sign the 42-year-old to two years. He could be my starter again. Brother, what? Like, I don't... <laughs> He's so dumb. And they're paying uh, Koskinen $4.5 to ride the pine. Yeah, well, and Koskinen should be the starter. <laughs> Koskinen's better than Mike Smith. <laughs> Mike Smith is going to be 44 years old when that contract goes up. That's too old. That's too old for a bad goalie. Uh, yeah, and then they just, they're, they have no depth. They, some of their guys did show up in the playoffs, but they're just so rough off. And I haven't looked at their cap friendly. I don't know if they have, um, what they're looking at by way of, like, who's coming off the books this year. But, oof, so bad. Oof. Oof. And there's probably going to be no way they get to keep Kane. Uh... Uh, I would unless he signs for another two million. He's gonna have to sign a super friendly deal. I I don't know how they can fix what they have to fix and still keep him. Let's see. So they have 
Ryan McLeod, Puyo Yarvi, and Yamamoto are both, or all three are RFAs. Um, Archibald, Broussard, Kaner, Seaver, and Kyle Turris are all UFAs. So they're coming off the books. Chris Russell and Brett Kulak, thank God. Uh, oh, Koskinen's a UFA at the end of this year, so they're not even paying him. <laughs> so they're in worse shape than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and they're still paying. They're still paying Milan Lucic, James Neal, and mm, Andre Sakara. Oh, how long do they have to pay James Neal? Oh, only for three. They're paying James Neal for three more years, two million dollars a year, because they bought him out, and they have like two people on ELCs. Oh my god. Oh. So it's bad. Mil- it's bad. Milty it's translation. Bad. Milty, it's bad. Imagine if the salary cap was real, unlike the NFL. Forget what you know about the salary cap in the NFL. Forget, pretend it's a hard number. <laughs> they are very close to said number. Yeah, and uh, last I heard, the cap is only expected to go up a million dollars this year. So, Like one and a <laughs> half, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and we touched on it. Uh, a little while ago, the injury to Nazem Kadri. It turns out, uh, with that vicious hit that he took from that moron Evander Kane, uh, did something to his thumb. You've seen in a cast leaving this, leaving the arena after Game Three. Had surgery. Has been ruled was ruled out for the rest of this series. Uh, has made a little bit of noise on social media about, yeah, we'll see if I'm out for the playoffs or not. Uh, MJ, what do you think? Does Nas come back? I think if the Eastern Conference Finals goes long and the Stanley Cup Final goes long, I would imagine we might see him games maybe five, but maybe six or seven. Uh, Cogliano also... (laughs) Yeah, what happened to Cogliano? I saw he was out. Yeah, he took a puck right off his hand. Yeah, he took a puck off his hand. I know that, but what was the verdict? Broken hand? Uh, Upper body? He's out for now, but um, the Denver International Airport actually did some snooping when they got back from uh, Edmonton today and got pictures of him in a cast. So he's at least casted up, so I guess we'll see how badly injured he is. Does that come from the official DIA Twitter or what? Yeah, the official DIA Twitter posted a picture of Cogliano in a, a fucking cast. You're kidding. And a couple, like three other pictures too. And he, they were like, oh my God, hi, welcome back. And it's like, oh, hey, Cogliano's injured. Oh, cool. I guess it's pretty bad if he's casted. Neat. Well, I don't think anyone was surprised. I mean, he took it right off his damn knuckles at full speed. I mean, it was just right, a, but a, Bender a, a was trying bad to pun, play. but it's a bad break. Bender was trying to play it off. During That's the pressure today, right. he was like, oh, yeah, he's out. He's day-to-day i guess yeah and the dia is like look he's got a cast on (laughs) i think it's i think the biggest story about that is the fact that dia is the one posting news about it it's like is the denver international airport gonna be the new like uh what is it called tmz (laughs) dia (laughs) they're tsn Milty, what do you think? Over under uh, Nas comes back, yes or no? I think, well, might you know, if they uh, 
go up 2-0, 3-0? I don't think so. Um, but some of those really competitive players in, in any sport, it's hard to keep you know a good man down. Right. I think if it uh, if it gets beyond three games, I think you'll see him. Yeah, Mark, I was listening to an interview today. Interviewed today with uh, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Easy for me to say. I was interviewed yeah, with uh, Matt Calvert, and uh, Calvert said that Nas is an incredibly positive person, uh, also super competitive, and wouldn't put it past him to come back as long as the doctor said it was okay, even though he's a UFA going into the offseason. What do you think? Uh, I think he's probably going to come back and play. Uh, just knowing hockey players and Correct. knowing Nas, and especially what he's put up with this offseason, uh, if it was up to him, I think he's on the ice no matter what, at least for a clinching game he comes back for. And just, you know, just so he can be there to hoist the cup and be like, listen here, you fuckers. <laughs> Guys, guys, if they win the cup, that means that we'll have Stanley Cup winner Jack Johnson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, which, proves, which proves the meme that you posted that Jack Johnson is better than Connor McDavid. Now wait. Now wait. <laughs> Who was the greatest defensive pairing that we had preseason? It was Jack Johnson and somebody else, right, Michaela? Matt uh, Staten, no, Jack see, Johnson? No, I never had a take about Jack Johnson. My take was about Curtis McDermott. I said you put McDermott with Sammy G oh, to protect yeah. Sammy G no, a little it was Jack bit. Jack Johnson. No, that no, no he's he, there. We had this argument already. Yes, about we've already had this had argument, had an and argument you're still wrong Jack about Johnson. it. I have never issued an opinion about Jack Johnson. No, I, yes, except for riding his dick. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> never rode his dick. I never had said anything about Jack Johnson. It's always been about Curtis. He's a nuclear deterrent, and I love that guy. <laughs> Jack Johnson. Boy, oh, 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 oh. Milty looking ahead to the next series. Either it's Tampa or the Rangers. Uh, Tampa is uh, currently facing a two to one deficit with the game to come today. Uh, who do you, would you rather face, uh, or do you care? Hold on a second. Does what? he have a boner for Johnson? Does he like to rotate his Johnsons? Boy, That's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, fucking yeah. best quotes Bedner gave this year. <laughs> Anyways, go back to you. <laughs> I, I don't know that it makes a whole lot of difference. Uh, you say Tampa Bay is down by one game, two to one. But didn't they win the last couple of cups? Um, yes. I think don't count them out, man. Don't count them out. And I don't think it matters who the who the Avs play. There you go. MJ, uh, I'll ask you two questions here. Who would you rather face and who do you think we're going to face? Uh, uh, I don't like either option, TBH. Uh, I would rather face New York, I think. Um, and I really wouldn't be surprised who we face, necessarily. Uh, well, Milty just said, like, oh, don't count out Tampa. And especially after that last, uh, game where, uh, <laughs> Tampa was down 2-0, or... Yeah, Tampa was down 2-0 going into the third. And then they just were like, oh, wait, we're really good at hockey. Oh, yeah, 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 And then they won it with, like, 40 seconds left. And if they had pushed overtime uh, and still lost the Rangers, I think they would have had a better chance 
but I guess this is going to be the first time we're going to have to see if Igor has a short memory or not. Because he's never been in a situation like this, so it, and he's pretty young, so hopefully he doesn't shake him up too bad. All right, Mark, same question to you. Who do you want to see? Who are we going to see? Um, boiling it down to the basics, I think that Tampa's got the pedigree, obviously, having been there a lot lately. Um, I think they also have marginally better goaltending, um, and it's by fractions. Those goaltenders are both outstanding. Um, but I, I think I'd rather play New York after a seven-game series in which seven players from each team um, have some minor boo-boos that make them owie. New York after a quintuple overtime game seven. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is the Stanley Owies Cup playoffs. It's always going to be boo-boos. Um, always I, I think and boo-boos. I'm really glad that we got this thing done in four because you can see there were times even last night where McKinnon and Landy were having a hard time getting up off the ice quickly. Uh, Landy almost knocked himself out of the damn game, uh, putting his own face into the boards um, on accident. But um, good that we're going to get the rest. I, I think I'm right there with you. I think I'd rather see New York. Um, haven't been there before. They're the youngest, youngest team left in the playoffs. Um, at some point, that's going to catch up with you. Um, I really have no interest in seeing Vasilevsky, but a Tampa team without uh, Braden Point also doesn't terrify me too, too much, especially with the depth on this team. Owies and boo-boos. Owies and boo-boos. And, and East, you know, never forget. Eastern Conference, owies and boo-boos. Never forget, 2001, uh, we found out after, this, after the Avalanche won uh, that Joe Sackick played the last series and a half with a torn pectoral muscle. So, I mean, for fuck's sake. God damn. Did you see that Darnell Nurse got tore his hip flexor in the first game of round yeah. one and yeah. played through Play- it with a... The entire playoffs on one leg. Hip flexor muscle? Yeah. No wonder he was a, such a douche by the time game three rolled around. Yeah, he was just grouchy because he was in pain all the time. Like, this fucking sucks. I can't Fuck wait you to, guys. I can't wait to see the list of injuries for Dreisaitl. Like, just oh fucking unrolling <laughs> like a whole receipt. Like, oh, yeah. I oh, that man. It'd be like the Animaniacs with the, you know, the countries. But it's going to be a Dreisaitl, like, cardboard cutout. And pointing at pins in the body, like, neck, head, neck, head. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> this bone and that bone and this bone and that bone. Yeah. That bone, that bone. His radius is all the, his neck bone. <laughs> his purse is sack, his wrist, his finger, his carpals. <laughs> that could be entertaining. Oh, yeah. If that guy wasn't under the knife today, I'm I'm stunned. Absolutely stunned. Was, or they could go with me. They could go with Madeline Kahn from uh, History of the World Part 1 and just go, Yes, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And all that to include a giant bruise on his ass from a puck. Oh, that had to hurt. That was the worst. Oh, God, that was the worst of them all. All right. Speaking of torn pectorals, this is fully off base from our hockey episode. Have you seen the Cody Rhodes from that last AEW match? No. Oh, my God. I'm going to send it to you. Start. Keep talking. I'm going to send it. Did did his chest buckle? (laughs) 
No. Oh my god. I have to you have to see is it this worse? picture. Is it, is it worse oh than boy. Triple H's quad tearing in front of everyone on live television? Is it is it worse than Sid Vicious losing Sid half Vicious. Of his leg? Yeah. <laughs> leg snaps his... straight in half. Oh my god. <laughs> and Scott horrible. Steiner staring at him like the fuck yeah. do I do now? Yeah. Steiner confused. <laughs> How many percentage is that? <laughs> oh god yeah that's oh a massive god. bruise oh he he, kept, he, he, so took, he took bumps to that side after that happened it was like no yeah, that fucker's torn turn the that other is, way brother i i have oh never seen god. but i have heard that the bruising for a pectoral muscle is the worst bruising that there is possible from a, a muscle injury judging and from awful is- Judging yep. from the fact that the man has Merlot grapes all over the right side of his head. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Those fuckers are ripe. Oh, God. All right. Thank bad. you for sharing that. That is terrible. Let's finish her up and good final thoughts. Milty, I will start with you. What do you got? All right. So the Avalanche are going to win the next series in six or seven games. And when that's over, NHL is over. We go into NFL summer camp and preseason. In 30 days I or less. can't hardly <laughs> wait. <laughs> MJ, your final thoughts. Do you have a dipshit of the week? I was looking up a dipshit of the week. I'm not going to get one in time. Oh, we didn't have it on the agenda. I didn't know if we were going to do it or not. So, Dipshit of the week uh, is... Uh, the Cleveland Browns, actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My head. And the, the Houston Texans. And both, the Houston Texans. Both organizations. Yeah, <laughs> for being insanely stupid about this. Yeah, uh, if you don't, if you don't oh know, look into the relevant, rel- 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 the shit that came out today from the New York Times about their investigation into one Deshaun Watson. It oh is my god, gross. And did anyone hear the things that his lawyers were saying yesterday? No. Did you hear any of that uh-uh. shit? Oh god. All right, let's go off topic here a minute. He basically said. And you can find this anywhere. I heard it with my own two ears. He basically said, well, you know, if you get a massage, people get massages with happy endings all the time. As long as there's no money that's exchanged, that's not against the law. I'll let that marinate for just a minute. No, it's ahead. not 1986 anymore. Shake it off the chicken. Not with that kind of marinade. No, bad marinade. If any of the shit... He fucking said that! If any of the shit that these people said about the Houston Texans involvement in any of this is true or they've they're they're not only putting him up in hotels for this they are also giving all of the girls NDAs if any of that is true and paying them 40 some women through the Texans organization 66 women 66 the the sixty six women is one thing, but the the Houston Texans paid for forty four, mm. or something like that, according to the article. But yeah, sixty six women have alleged that, that. Oh my God, this is just insanity. Yeah, it's this, bad. It, it, it's, it's bad. It was the weirdest story I had heard in a really long time, and it's growing into the weirdest NFL story I may have ever heard. It this We've never may, seen anything like this. This may cost somebody a team or two. Like, you may lose your team over something like this if you're the Texans. Like, that, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, there's, well, 
Daniel Snyder's still around, so we'll yeah, see. it could be two. <laughs> could be, could yeah. be two or three. I mean, if yeah. Cleveland's and the Haslam's, just, yeah, they want. Well, I, I think, yeah, Cleveland. I, it, it, it's. It's not going to hurt Cleveland's ownership. It's going to hurt Cleveland's team because they gave away all that for a guy that's probably never going to play football again, and they're going to be stuck with Baker time all over again. So he has no interest in being there either. Oh, no, now he doesn't <laughs> want to be there either. Right? He's like, "Fuck you guys! Beep beep! I'm out." Um, it's yeah. Be the it's... era of Brian Hoyer again. <laughs> 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 and there is MJ's final thought. Well done. <laughs> oh, that was such a sidetrack, but it was so good. Yeah, it was. It was good. Just a little, uh, and now you know. <laughs> Knowing's yeah, half right? the battle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Try not we to appreciate. Fuck this up. Yeah, you know, this is going to be tough. <laughs> I have six eyeballs directly focused at me, listening for me to slip my tongue on this list. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, sorry we missed you uh, for the last couple of months. Life happens, um, but we do miss you and appreciate you if you're coming around to listen to us again. And uh, we want to remind you that we're based out of here in Colorado and in Denver, right? That's where we are. And there are lots of other places that listen to us, too. Besides Denver, Albuquerque, London, Athens, Amsterdam, Austin, Algiers, Auckland, Bulgaria, Bogota, Rio de Janeiro, Reykjavik, Tehran, Istanbul, Berlin, Perth, Nassau, Mumbai, Valletta, Beirut, Baghdad, Trinidad and Tobago, Tirana, Chittagong, Tbilisi, Sicily, Abu Dhabi, Riyadh, Ontario, Canada... And Toaster Town and Gothenburg, where that lovely metal's from. We love you all. Make sure you check us out on our social channels. You can find us at the Idiot Goons on Twitch and Twitter. Search for us on Facebook. My brother is an idiot. It's always a fun musical meme site. It's a great time for sure had by all. Mark's Twitter at Time. My Twitter at Poffalupagus. If you want to learn about barbecue or fun shit that maybe happens around here, then at King Goon Smoke on TikTok. For Milty, MJ, and Mark, this has been the Return of the Goons! The After School Special. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. See ya! If the Colorado Avalanche Horribly incorrect. Hey, Goon Squad. Uh, producer Dipshit here. As you can obviously tell, I'm very sick. Um, so this episode is getting out a little bit late. But I uh, just wanted to keep you guys in the loop. It sounds like for the next couple of weeks, we're going to do one to two live episodes for uh, a little while until I get back from a couple of trips that I have to go on. And then we will be back to our um, one recorded episode a week and maybe some live apps here and there. I just wanted to keep you guys updated. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Sorry that we've been gone for so long. Um, thank you for coming back. and I hope you enjoyed. Bye.